0: This podcast is sponsored by King Manual Therapy, restoring function to body and voice.
1: Hello and welcome to Industry Minds, the podcast that discusses the importance of talking about mental health within the creative arts. My name is Scarlett Maltman and today we are joined by actor and playwright Jack James Ryan. We were introduced to Jack whilst at the Actors Centre. At the same time, his play *Me and My Left Ball* was running, and we are very excited to have him here to chat to us and share all of his experiences today. How are you, Jack? I'm
2: good. Wow, that was a nice welcome, wasn't it? What the hell? Didn't I expect that.
1: That feels so long ago now, as well. Doesn't it? We bumped into you. I know.
2: Do you know what? I thought this whole thing was a hoax. I didn't think I was actually going to get on the show. You. We spoke about coming on and we doing did. this about how many times?
1: About ten times.
2: Um, and then do you remember one time when. Um, um, I rang you up and I was like, oh, I'm in A and E, and you were just like, what? Oh my god, yes, that was weird, wasn't it? Oh my god, yeah,
1: because you were meant, you were meant to come on, yeah, and, and then like, um, you went um, to A and
2: E, like sending you your photos like with a dripping, like you're oh right. My
1: god. Well, what happened again?
2: Um, <laughs> that I like was sat- crazy. yeah, I started having like, like heart palpitations. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, weird. Oh my god,
1: well, well, right, I'm actually right, okay. Yeah, thank God. Blame it. Well, no heart palpitations today, I hope. Yeah,
2: no, <laughs> I'm also a bit good. I was, I was waiting to hear the little. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, the, the wee but that's, that's edited yeah in, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Right, so okay. Kathy's the Great. gal
1: so she'll snip edit yeah. this, she adds in the music um, so yeah you're in London today, mm. you had a wee edition and now you're coming on the podcast, mm. we're, we're chilling um, so nice to have you here now we always start with a wee word association game as Great. I'm sure you know are you ready? <laughs> ready okay here we go, drama school GSA, bacon sandwich taste it yes, laughter
2: the best
1: writing newbie ooh chocolate buttons
2: White chocolate buttons ooh yeah. go
1: on trick yeah. yourself <laughs> red bull
2: um Needed.
1: it just reminds me of Jager bombs though
2: mm, red bull yeah
1: you know that like, that smell yeah. Of it? Yeah. yeah anyway the north
2: the best
1: Pretamanga or Pretamanger. I don't know how you say that actually.
2: Auditions. Just Just oh like sitting in before them like, oh
1: my god, an audition. So Jack, talk to us a bit about you. When did you first start getting involved with the creative arts?
2: So, um my um, my brother and sister are both actors. Are uh, yeah. So my sister's five years older and my brother is ten years older, so I'm the baby. Oh. And yeah, and um, and yeah, kind of. My brother started us all off really, um, so he kind of just kind of said to mum one day, "I want to be an actor. I want to try out what this kind of acting thing is." Mum put him in lessons, which was kind of affiliated with a agency in Manchester, Amazing. and uh, he got going on that, and then very quickly started to book jobs and stuff like that. So kind of growing up and seeing my brother. And TV and on stage was just like amazing like I thought oh my god these are like this is incredible and then my brother was doing a drama called State of Play a TV drama and uh, they were he got cast and they were looking for my sister they were looking for his sister yeah. to uh, to play and they couldn't cast his sister they were having troubles casting his sister by this point my sister hadn't really done much acting but um, my mum, being my mum, was like, "Oh, he's got a sister, you know. Uh, she, you she, 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 she could do it." So they said, oh, "All right, great. We'll have her. We'll, we'll, we'll get her to come in and and read for it." And she read for it and got it, oh which God. is amazing. And then the same uh, guy who kind of uh, wrote that wrote Shameless, and then Becky went on to do Shameless, and of course that blew up in Manchester
3: oh my God. I love and then all Shameless. over the world. Yeah,
2: I mean, like it was, it was, it was mad. Um, and um, so yeah, again, kind of growing up with all that. Um, and uh yeah, it's just it's just been absolutely amazing and they're just just like so inspiring, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, are they still are
1: they still doing it as well? Really yeah,
2: cool. yeah, oh so God. yeah, yeah. Literally I saw my bro my bro was doing like Pano, um I went to see him in that. My sister just finished on casually, she did like three years on casually, just just oh gone. So they're both getting married this year. So it's a big big year for us wow. at the Ryan residence. That's
3: amazing. Um,
2: but yeah, so then kind of kind of just that, like, and then I think I was just like, my mum was like, please do anything else. Like, do anything else. And I was be a like,
1: doctor. Yeah,
2: yeah. Some stability. Um, but <laughs> I was like, no, nah, mum I want to be an actor. So we, so yeah, and then I guess, and I guess then that's that's how I got into it. And then I, I joined this agency that my sister and brother were both with. And then like, <laughs> when I was like, uh, I think it was six or seven, I went for my first audition and I booked it. And I thought, Fucking hell! This acting's easy, oh man. All you gotta do is turn up and you just get get these jobs. yeah get it. Nice you. Yeah. Um, the first job I did was a film called Building the Titanic, and I was playing like the main part's younger son. And I was like, still to state, probably the like best job I've had. That's like, insane. as in regards to like you know the status within yeah. the show. Um, and it was it was amazing. And then then kind of from there, that kind of steamrolled me onto like what I'm doing. Now I guess I went to school, and uh, my school was really good for the arts. The head teacher there was really supportive of the really? arts, which is great, and really kind of pushed us in the school to, to kind of, like you know made us believe that acting was a viable career yeah. option, which I don't think oh a lot of heads you know Absolutely. teachers do in secondary school, and I don't think that's necessarily their fault, but I just think that um, it is such a hard pathway. But he really let, let us or made us believe that you know if we wanted to go and do it we could do it so that was amazing and then uh kind of uh it was interesting though at at high school towards the end I was always a straight actor but towards the end um we started to do more musicals and stuff and Mm -hmm. I kind of thought oh I think this is maybe what I want to do maybe I do want to do this musical theater thing because I enjoyed singing um so I thought yeah let's give this a go and then I went to college went to Pendleton Big up the Pendleton people woo, if you're listening, woo. um, which was it's like and it's just an amazing, um, college in Manchester where kind of people from all over go. I call it like the Northern Brit school. It's like
3: oh, yeah, yeah, it's like people
2: go and it's in this like really dodgy part of Manchester called Salford like proper in the depths of Salford like knife crimes outside all the time like but it's just got this amazing like you wouldn't go there to do A-levels like you just wouldn't yeah but then it's got the, it's the great little school. um kind of the yeah the art school and you kind of go in and everyone's in full blacks and it's like really like serious and it's and it's great and uh, yeah and I did musical theatre there um I did that that for two years and then um, I, I got a scholarship to go to Arts Ed, uh, not just a, summer, just a summer course. They came in to accredit the school and then they, uh, I got a, a scholarship to go to their, their um, summer school, which was, I went there and I thought, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing. This is what was I want to Was that do. for
1: musical theatre? Yeah, course. for musical theatre.
2: And, uh, and I thought, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing. This is what, really what I want to do, what I want to do. And then um, I came to auditions and um, I did my auditions for drama school and um, I did like I did mainly musical theatre in my first year and then I very quickly realised that okay no this isn't what this is not really? what I want to do I think I think it was I got so like it was just the audition process was so tough Yeah. I have so much respect for musical theatre performers because what you guys have to go through from the and I'm not saying actors have it easy because they don't but what you guys have to go through from, I'm talking like from getting into drama school to drama school to yeah. the world. It just doesn't get easy. And then I feel like, you know, the lifespan of a musical theatre performer is so much shorter than an yeah. actor. And then that crossover from being a musical theatre to trying to, you know, a lot of musical so people relaxing, want to try and be an actor. Yeah. And, and and it's difficult. Whereas I know actors can very easily make the, the crossover. Yeah, whereas absolutely. I know the opposite. is so much. And I think, Oh my god!
1: Like yeah, it is.
2: It, I just think you guys are amazing, and like when I do musical theater auditions now, I do them every so often. But I'm like, please don't put me up in musical theater. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I love it. I, lo- I I love going to see musical theater, and and you know it's on my bucket list. I'd love to be in a musical theater, like a musical one day. Um, but it's tough, man. It's, tough. it's so tough, like. I, it's, I can't believe like I was doing, I went up for Dear Evan Hansen. Yes, and, go um, on. Yeah, I know, which is amazing. I love that amazing. show. Amazing. And, um, and I literally, like, I did, I think, four, I, I think got to like four rounds in it. I thought, hang on a minute. Four fucking, how, how many more rounds is that, Joe? You know, oh how many more? Like, I don't, like, I've heard some people have been like, yeah, I'm on like nine rounds, something. I'm like, what? Like and
1: then you get put on hold for like months.
2: And then you wonder why there's so many mental health problems exactly. in the arts exactly. when you're putting people through. Whereas in acting, I've never really gone more than two rounds for something. And then mm. you kind of know. Yeah. You know, if for TV, you're in, you're out. Unless it's like you know a big, mm-hmm. big part. You may might do three rounds, but you, you go in and. Two I think rounds, it's well it. with
1: straight acting additions. Um, I mean, I could be completely wrong just from my experience, but you're always in a one-to-one, whereas for, Oh! Oh! Yeah! yeah, yeah. for musical theatre, you can be in a workshop-style edition, mm. you know, if you're in a dance call, like, yeah. it could be literally a cattle call with, like, 120 people in one room, no, and crazy. I, I think even, I, I don't know as much as you do, but having that kind of personal one-to-one time mm. as well kind of makes you feel a little bit... More important rather yeah, than just being absolutely. like a number at the back of the oh room. God, I actually yeah. think they're, they're scrapping numbers, I believe. I know that Pearson oh Casting God. were brilliant. Yeah, I listened to I, I
2: loved his podcast. <sighs>
1: yeah.
2: It was great, right? It was great, it, yeah. I was like I was like, I had a notebook and pen last week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's great. Can't. I want to audition his because he's so nice. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's great.
1: But h- how was it? Obviously, you you grew up with, mm. you know, you said your brother and your sister mm. and then going into it at such a young age, how how was that for you, you know, mentally, mm. such a young age, having such huge experiences, yeah. did did that affect you, like, in a good way, in a bad way?
2: I think, um, do you know what, the thing that I noticed the most is, so... When, so obviously going to these auditions when I was younger, so yeah, I did. As I said I got when I did went up for that first audition, I got it in Happy Days, mm-hmm. and then obviously after that, I kept it, the nose kept coming. Yeah, out, yeah, and, um, and I remember like being upset as a as a kid, like you know when it got a no, and it kind mm-hmm. of it did it did hurt as, it, as was, it would have been
1: like your first like rejection. Yeah, of was, course, yeah. of course,
2: and it and it and it would hurt, but then do you know what? By the time because I've been. Doing it for so long, well, because I'd auditioned for you yeah. know as a kid for so long, that when I got to to drama school, I found that, or especially when I kind of uh, got to um, you know agents in the real world, that mm. the nose didn't hit me as hard. Yeah. So I'm not really, but bo- when I'm obviously I'm bothered, but like the nose don't really affect me that much. Yeah. For me. It's that time in between. It's not the no's and it's not the yeses. It's that time in between where you just don't, don't know. have a clue. And no one's telling you anything. Yeah. And that's, that's the bit that gets me, that gets my anxiety, like, going. Right, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I think it was really beneficial because a lot of people struggle with the rejection. And I, and I, and I understand it. It's, like a huge it. part. It's, 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 it's massive because you're putting yourself out there. You know, we're not, we are the product do you know? So it's like, effect- yeah. effectively, it's like, you are not good enough. Yeah. Um, which, of course, it's it's not, but that's what it feels, feels like. It like, absolutely. And um, I know I saw so many friends and, and people who just could not take the rejection. And I think I benefited from those early years of, yeah. of kind of being like, oh, I know what that feeling feels like. Absolutely. And I've learned now to overcome it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I've learned yeah. that. It doesn't, I can just brush off the nose. I'm like, oh, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's um, so I think it really did benefit me a lot. And I, I also think I came in to drama school with a lot more knowledge than some people. You know, what it's like to be on a film set, yeah. what it's like to do voiceover, what it's, it's you amazing. know. I, I had never really done theater, professional theatre until I graduated. So I didn't know anything about that about that side of the that kind of industry. But I think that definitely helped. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I think it's interesting as well, like with the the whole rejection thing, because you don't experience that throughout drama school, so it's almost like a life skill. Because then Mm. when you do graduate, you're, you're getting put through something that you've had no experience before. I know it's a bit different if like oh you didn't get the part you wanted in the summer show, or you got cut from like a dance round for like the dance number, like. But it's Mm. completely different. It must be yeah. It must be really almost cool to have that knowledge it was behind honestly you. It, was, it, was,
2: it was it was so it was so great to have that and I think um, I think instantly some people have tried to do it and then started to get the yeah. rejections and then just realised oh no I can't do oh this oh my gosh absolutely. which is so understandable oh my
1: god for because sure. you know what it
2: feels like I know just what it feels like said, it's, no, shit. No, 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 it's, it's shit it's it's tough man um, it's so tough and, and, I, and I completely understand people who just think you know what now this isn't for me and, but yeah as I said having that time previously yeah. I knew sure. I knew what that that feeling felt like so yeah it was it yeah. was it was, it was alright
1: and you should definitely follow him if you want some nice blast from the past photos from when he was in a film set they're, oh they're god, very yeah. I always they're bait
2: I, I always bait myself on um, Instagram so yeah
1: they're fantastic you're so cute as well i you're still that. cute but you're so <laughs> cute oh god I swear you're on Tracy B King, you're just not telling me <laughs> I know your face for a reason yeah. Um, so just moving on from that thing um, what is your experience with mental health um, that can be from you personally or from what you've seen in the industry mm. you can answer that question however okay. you want to
2: um, so do you know what I've had a really I've had a really blessed upbringing um, the most amazing mom in the world oh, she, what's your mum's name? she's called Marana um, oh yeah God. she's the best she's yeah, like no. proper Irish like hey in love like you proper like that yeah, yeah yeah and um and just the most amazing brother and sister who have just looked after me like I am the baby and they just do everything for me so I'm so blessed um so I've I, you know what i I haven't really when I was growing up I had just such a great childhood and you know it was really really brilliant and and it was it was great, and I never really I never really knew much about uh, mental health. I never you know I just it just never came up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something definitely wasn't something that was spoken about. Yeah, uh, so yeah, no one sure. you know I didn't really know what it was or or anything like that. And I think um, kind of coming into drama school was the first time where I I I kind of discovered it, and um, I've you know some of my great best friends have been on here, Fajero and Ailey, Go on. Um, who are just, you know, amazing, Legends. yes. Um, I feel like
1: we've had the whole crew now. You have, <laughs> you've got everyone
2: on here. Um, I know I'm the last one, I feel like. <laughs> best totally, for last. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, and yeah, like we, we, that, around that point when I started to meet other people, I, people were it's a great place drama school because everyone's very open, and people started to discuss about their own kind of stuff that was going on with them, and you know, just opening up conversations which I'd never really been, you know, opened or introduced to. Do you know what I mean? So that was really nice. Um, so then I've started to become more aware of it, more aware of what that was and the different forms it 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 it, it was, and you know, so so yeah, so that was that was great, and then um for me um so in second year um quite dramatically i found out that i i, I uh, had cancer um which was which was crazy and um yeah testicular cancer it, so then i had to obviously come home and it was it was um it was during some sort of half term i think it might have been mm. an easter or something like that and i found out when i was at home and yeah that 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 kind of, that was where I first felt my own mental health start oh, to God. sort of deteriorate and start to kind of, I start to feel the things I hadn't really felt before. Um, and yeah, that was, that was, it was, it was a, it was a really weird experience because um, when I first found out, I was like, I just, I just straight away was like, I was very numb. I remember being in the room, he told, the, the guy told me, he was like, here's what it is sort of thing. And I remember my brother and sister kind of like crying and my brother and my mum started crying. And then I was just kind of in the middle, but in this kind of like, as if like time had stopped, it was weird, really weird as if time had stopped. And, um, and then, yeah. And I always kind of had this feeling in the, in my head. I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to be the thing that kills me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be fine. And I don't know why I was so confident because yeah. anything could have happened, but I just, I had this feeling, I was like, everything's going to be fine. But of course so you know, but during that time I I, strug- I, I struggled and I think it was f- being away from I hated being away from drama school, I hated being away. How, how
1: long were you away for? Do you
2: know what? It wasn't I didn't actually end up being that long because as I say, it was in the Easter and we have quite big Easter breaks. But then I think I missed maybe like two months in the yeah. end, so amazing really. Yeah. Um but um I just I remember hated by hating being being home when everyone else was there and that that kind of played on my mind quite a lot and um, I also suffered and probably still do to a certain extent like uh, like self-esteem was quite low obviously I had to go through um, surgery and like had to get like uh, the ball removed and like you know kind of like that was always and then obviously that makes me like 50% less fertile and all that kind of yeah. stuff so like all these kind of things start to right. creep up yeah. yeah and like play on my mind and then you know you kind of think oh like how am I going to explain this to someone like you know meeting someone for the yeah. first time and do you know just silly things like you know oh, like you know if like having sex with someone do you know what I mean yeah. you kind of feel like how am I going to ex- have to explain That's this yeah. and and i got very anxious and i was i mean, my self esteem was 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 quite low at that point i kind of was like didn't i just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin mm. i think i've always kind of had a bit of a bit of that like i was i was i was a little bit chubby when i was a kid um, Weren't we where not we all? were we all exactly Weren't we, we all um and i and, and when i was a kid i was never bullied or anything like that but i was i was always quite aware that i was a little bit bigger than other people and I, that kind of play that played so I've always had a bit of a, a weird thing with my self-esteem. Mm. But um, that sent it through the, do you know what I mean? That was of course, kind of a point yeah. where I was just kind of like, oh, I really don't, I don't feel like, <laughs> with me, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I am I know in my like, I know I'm not the best looking guy, but I'm, I was like, I've always, I've got the chat, I've got the personality. You're
1: beautiful. You know I
2: mean? <laughs> but I've always been like, you know what, like, I'm, I've never been like too, sort of, in regards to dating and that kind of yeah. thing but then after that i was it took me a while it took me it took me a while to feel kind of comfortable yeah. again in that was in that regard but um yeah i guess that was that was the t- the time for me where where i started to realize things weren't weren't quite as they used to be if yeah. that makes sense yeah. um yeah and i think with with me as well like um we and I think we just we discussed it when I. Uh, so you guys came and did an amazing seminar in Manchester, which we did was.
1: Manchester! Came all the way
2: down to Mali to I see us. I was
1: so
2: happy to see you. I know, you. yeah, what a treat. It was, so uh, cool. it was great. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. I just want to say as well, like, I'm not brown nosing, well, I mean, I am. But, like, what you guys are doing is amazing. And, like, it's. And what you've achieved in the past—what two years, three years, a Matt, year. Oh my god, a year! Feels years. longer than that because yeah, love, that like is. how much you've done. Do you know what I mean? The bags like,
1: underneath my eyes. Yeah, actually,
2: <laughs> but like we like what you've achieved in that time. I know we're going off topic now, but what you've achieved in that time is amazing, and the fact that you've already you've already brought this down to Manchester—it's just it's just incredible—and from you. the from the response. I'm sure you that you you felt it like we yeah. all felt it in the room like it was needed. People were Absolutely. so happy that you were there. Like everyone's like oh my god, yes, these are the conversations that I need to yeah. we need to start having Absolutely. here. Um so it was amazing and um yeah, I think when there we were talking about self-esteem and Mary again is boss. I loved her. Right. She's amazing. Um and we were talking about self-esteem and different stuff like that and I said I think another thing about what I think I struggle with around mental health is um when I see people that I used to know. I don't know I don't know if this is, is this specific to me or other people get this. Oh no, I okay. absolutely
1: okay. I think it's universal Okay, for all great, actors. great.
2: Um I see people from like um school, like my high school days or anything like that. I haven't seen in ages. And I see them and I think, oh my god, I'd literally rather like jump, can I can can the jump in my yes, basket. can like is there a bin I can jump? In? I I just
1: yeah.
2: do you know what it's it, the it, it is? Pressure of it having yes. to
1: prove yourself and Pro- being like, yeah. oh yeah, I have done this, I done oh this. Like I yeah. hate like even just home um for Christmas, um at the time of recording it's January, um and seeing like people from my old like am dram and being like, oh so what have you been up to? Like what what's next in the pipeline? And it's like. God, just just leave me be. And yeah. it, it's and I I get that they're they're just interested mm. and they want they're excited yeah. about it because you're you know you're 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 an actor and it's so exciting yeah. and it's a glam but it's just like oh God if only you knew you don't want to sit there and be like, oh actually it's really shit and mm. I work in a gym like seven days a week and then I teach for for six hours it's yeah. it's hard it's yeah. fucking hard. I
2: know it's like when the. So I say what you what you're up to, and then I'm, and then the sweat starts coming up, and I'm like, um, well, um, uh, you know about um, I, um, I did an uh, um, an, um, an episode of Emmerdale, and then um, and I'm like Jack, yes. you literally just finished a five star show. Yeah. Like, why don't you just tell them <laughs> about that? Like you have yeah. just finished it, but then you just panic, and it's like, oh, I just think yeah, you say you're trying to prove yourself to yeah. someone, it's like I've got no like when I'm talking like to that actor, is
1: your val- validation. Mm,
2: mm, absolutely. Me. When I'm talking to other actors, I'm fine because I'm like you get it, they know mm-hmm. it, but it's with it's with other people that don't. Understand? I always get so panicked and, and worried, and have to prove myself because it, it feels like if I have to say I'm an actor, I have to prove that I'm an actor, yeah. which means to them, to to back I up. act. I act every day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. To the outsider, to the to the everyday person, if you say what's an actor is someone who acts for. A living um, which would require you to say act every day which obviously isn't what an no, actor's life is no. but you know to an outsider that's what it, it feels yeah. do you know what i mean so when
1: really we work five multiple jobs and we're yes. part-time actors when we, yeah, when we can be yeah
2: when someone will b- give us a bloody job yeah. yeah
1: yeah it's it's a hard game it's a hard game mm. so as you mentioned and um, just there you went through some serious health health problems mm. whilst at drama school how how was it kind of going back into drama school after that? Because I can imagine that must have been very
2: difficult. Yeah, it was It was scary. It was scary. I just... I felt... I was a different person to when I'd left. Yeah. Just purely because of the experience I went oh, through. I sure. was just... I was a different person. So, um, I, I did, do you know what? It was... It was it was really scary and of course I've I'd missed so much time I missed a whole project you know it was it was just a weird it felt like a weird time to leave and I was coming back and then jumping straight into a show so it was it was a, it was it was weird but do you know what I literally have never received so much love in my life like when I came back it was like I'm smiling thinking about it now. it was honestly amazing the the support from my teachers and from um, other people, everyone was so understanding, mm-hmm. so um, so welcoming, they never made me feel, um, you know, pressured to speak about it or, mm. I mean, I'm always quite open about it and, you know, I, I'll speak to, I think it's important, I think it's yeah, really important absolutely. actually to speak about these types of things. I know a lot of people can't because it's, it's it's a shit thing to go through, yeah. and for some people, it's just like I did it, and I'd, I'd rather not. Yeah. But I think um, I think we learn and we grow the more that that we we talk about Absolutely. these types of things. Um, and and yeah, it was it was it, it, it was it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I I built myself up at home thinking, oh everyone's going to be um, no one's going everyone's going to find a new friend. No one's going to no. be my friend anymore because. Obviously, yeah. I had the best group of mates there, and like, do you know what I mean? It was the, it was amazing when I came back. But you, you, your, 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 mind crazy. just goes. I was in my bed for, uh, you know, for twenty four hours of the day. I didn't move. I didn't, you know, I didn't go anywhere. So all I had was, you know, my brain and my, you know, thoughts just constantly ticking yeah. over. So you just create every eventuality in your head, don't you? But um, yeah, it was so much better than I could have ever imagined coming back. And uh that is to the testament of just the amazing people that I trained with and that, that I was taught by. So I'm very, very, um, very appreciative of Did that. you
1: get any kind of professional support um, throughout that time or was it do you just know what? Really I
2: friends? I didn't, I didn't. Um it did it, it crossed my mind. I thought about it and do you know what? It's maybe something I will do in the future yeah. to uh and address certain issues that I pro- yeah, that I yeah. still have and actually of course. Um, but it wasn't something I did at the time and um, because I guess the reason, reasons being my amazing family were incredible and I think um, I'm very lucky because I know that not everyone has the relationship that I have with my family, yeah. you know, it, it, my mom is like my world, she, I can speak to her about anything. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? No, no topics off limit. I don't feel like I can't speak to her about anything. So sense. yeah, it's great. But I know not everyone's like that. So yeah, I know yeah. that's where the where where. But for me, I had that, and um and as well my brother and my sister. And then um, I just have some of the best friends ever, and they were just so so uh, helpful and supportive. And so yeah, and as I said, I came straight back into a show, so it felt like. Oh, yeah. um, uh, do you know the whole thing? And I think back. I think, did that even happen? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because it literally, like,
1: what what was the whole time period? Because you're two months off.
2: Yeah, and, and then, then it was it was all together. I think it was about from start to finish, like three months, three or four That's months. Crazy. Can you believe that? It's crazy, that, isn't it? So it was. Do you know what? Mm. Big up the NHS. We love the NHS.
1: Yes, we do. They are the
2: best because I I I went in on the Tuesday. Let's say. Um, to Did you have
1: symptoms? Because I,
2: I don't have a clue. So no, so I didn't have any. Sim- I didn't have any symptoms um, at all, and um, I was rummaging around one day, um, just my hands of my pants, and I felt something that just didn't feel right, and I was like instantly I knew. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know why I knew, but I was just like just I've knew, got it, yeah. I've got it, and um, and and we went to the doctor's the next day, and uh, and e my like, like GP, and um, and then her reaction reinforced what I knew. Bless her. The girl was um, a student doctor. And um, I think the whole thing was, it was obviously fucking brutal for me, like having her feel my balls. Do you know what I mean? It was just absolutely brutal. Um, And I think it was brutal. (laughs) That was so that's in. gonna
1: be the title of the podcast. How do you ever feel my <laughs> girls? <Like, levels. laughs>
2: but it was it was just yeah. mad and like she was just feeling as awkward as I was. Of course, she was like a young do you yeah, know what I mean? Just like coming probably out.
1: First day. Yeah,
2: like literally like, oh, what have I got myself into? Um and um and yeah, and then like it, she but then like I just she Kind of was very got very serious and was like you, you need to go and see someone like yeah. tomorrow sort of thing, and then it was I think it was about it may have been a week a week and two days from that point I'd had my surgery.
1: That's amazing. Can you
2: believe that? And we it was I went because obviously I had to go for X rays and all yeah, you know I've got blood tests and all that kind of thing. So it, it within that week then I went to the hospital about four or five. But it was so quick. Yeah. And it was and it like and amazing. that was the that was that was the reason that my. That kind of the the sort of the chemo and all that kind of stuff didn't really happen or what I didn't so have I didn't really have to yeah. do much of it because um, because I think I mean I don't know how long it was in there for but um, the tumor but um, it it couldn't have been in there long do you know what yeah, I mean because yeah. there was no sort of residual stuff after we'd done the test yeah. after it got out that was it like there was nothing do you know what I mean it was yeah, it was yeah. gone sort of thing. Um, so very very lucky, very lucky in in, in that regard. Um, and then it was like yeah, back back go back, back to, to the show. Back to, oh, back to the show. <laughs> like, what?
1: <laughs> um, do you know of anything? If any guys are listening to mm. this, what should maybe someone that hasn't been checking out their balls? Yeah. What do you know? Anything?
2: That <laughs> yeah, I mean, just check just check them. Like literally, you'll know. Like you'll know if they feel different. Yeah. There is some really great. Um, there's some really great like if you if you, if you search up on I sometimes post it on my Insta and stuff. But there's some great ways of like shows you how to check them and stuff. But honestly, like just checking them yourself yeah. in the shower when whenever is is the best thing you can do. And you know your own body. You know if, if yeah, something feels something different. different. Um, but that goes for everything. You know, with any sort of um, checking your boobs as well, women. You know, what I mean, just every every. You know, every couple of days, whatever, every week even, if you're in the shower, just have a little feeling. If something doesn't feel right, just go and get it checked out. And don't, please, please, please don't, if you do feel something and you think, oh, don't, oh, God, I just don't want to know. I'd rather, don't be scared to go and get it checked because the longer you leave these things, I think that was the massive benefit of me, going straight straight away, like, the next day, and then it was out within, do you know what I mean? But I've heard of stories of people who have, have left it because they're just so scared what it might be you know even if you do feel so many times i've heard a lot of people go nine times out of ten it's assist
3: it's just assist
2: and it's like and it's fine and it's like great it's assist nothing to worry about crack on and great but you need to be sure Yeah. yeah
0: gosh so today I am in the King Manual Therapy Clinic in Covent Garden with the wonderful Stephen King himself. And he has been conducting some new research, which he's going to tell us about. And it's absolutely fascinating. Stephen, take it away.
3: OK, thanks, Cathy. So I had a question, which is, is Singer's acid reflux really what we think it is? And I think the answer is no, because over a five-week trial period, 100% of the subjects have been cured of their symptoms of acid reflux. I mean, you can see the great graph here they can't it's a good graph am i right
0: i can see the graph and it's a great (laughs) graph
3: so we put together a successful treatment protocol to alleviate the symptoms of singer's acid reflux and for now it's working in a hundred percent of cases whoop
0: whoop And where can people find out more about the research that you have conducted?
3: So I'm in the process of presenting it and publishing it next year at the World Voice Teachers Expo and hopefully at the BVA. And this work is going to be written up into a paper and published by me. So look out on social media, that kind of thing. But I'll be posting screenshots and stuff all the time.
0: So make sure you check it out. 2020, it'll be properly published. And it's very, very interesting. So thanks, Stephen. Thanks for having me in the clinic again. Thanks, Cathy. If you'd like to book in with Stephen or one of the team at King Manual Therapy, go to kingmanualtherapy.com where you can find all the options.
1: Um, Well, I I think you're amazing firstly for for speaking out and for for everything that you've done because you actually wrote a play about it called Me and My Left Ball, which premiered at the Tristian Bates Theatre last January, was it?
2: Yeah, I that's think dandy. so. Yeah. yeah, it was. And
1: it fully sold out, I think, as I mentioned before. And I'm livid because I want to see it. So I'm <laughs> going to produce produce your show oh God, just I so I hands. can see it. <laughs> um. So, firstly, I think we know what it's about. But yeah. um, tell us a little bit what, what, what it is about yeah. and why did you decide to write to write it? Because that, you said it was in your second year. Yes. So that, that's a really quick turnaround mm. as well to, yeah. to write it. What, yeah. what made you write it?
2: So... I guess, yeah, a little bit about what it's about. So, yeah, it's called Me and My Left Ball. And it's... um, What I wanted to do was I wanted to talk about my cancer experience. But I didn't want it to be doom and gloom. I've seen so many cancer stories, which are are doom and gloom. And you know what? Yeah, fair enough. Because it is shit. It is really brutal. I promise my mum won't swear, so I'm going to start swearing. Um, (laughs) I'll um, take that out. Yeah, cheers. Um, And... um, yeah it's it, it, it I just I just was like okay let's change the narrative let's change the narrative yeah this is a really bad situation but let's look at the more when i was going through it the more people that was were like, oh my god, like are you gonna be okay? Like that made yes. me feel so yes. much worse because it made it feel real. But the more people that were just joking, I know this doesn't work for everyone, but the more people that were joking with me, the what m- you mean joking? Like, like just being like, just being <laughs> bantering. like, yeah, bantering Not with you. me and just and just being normal with yeah, me and like and like obviously I led. If I was gonna make a joke about my situation, I led it and then people followed. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But that was my way of dealing with it. And I know it's not everyone's way. But um for me, I just was like, I just wanted to feel normal. I didn't want it. Because the more, as I say, the more that it the more that people talked about it, the more it felt real and the more I was like, oh God, this is really serious. Yeah. But the more we joked about it. So there's just loads of crude jokes about my Lack of balls and um, you know and then we 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 talk about so I've got so I've got um, so when they took the ball out they put another one in so oh, I've got like a fake dang. one in there wow. and um, and the ball has a button on it. It's
1: got a button. It's got a button. What do you mean?
2: It, what, what what I say? It's got a button. Um, so literally, I like I got put in there and then having a little rumination, I right. see what it felt like, and I was like, "What the hell is this? It? It's got a button on it." I was like, "What is going on? I know, crazy, isn't it?" And I was like, what oh, what's gonna happen when I press this? Like I'm gonna turn into a transformer. That is like amazing. what's going on? Um, obviously nothing happens, sadly. I've got no magic powers. Um, <laughs> but there's a whole sketch in the show about this button and you know and what yeah, what I wanted to what I wanted to say, I wanted to tell my story, I, but I wanted it to be funny, I wanted it to be relatable, I wanted it to be there is obviously moments in it which are really sad okay. and there is there is really like kind of serious and there there's there's moments of that, but but ultimately, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a nice take on it. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a take that I think um, will appeal to young men. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that was, that was... For me, obviously, I wanted everyone to enjoy it, but I wanted to target young men. And, you know, I wanted them to, to eventually go away. And, you know, I wanted it to be a tool that people yeah. could go and, you know, start talking a bit more openly about these things. But as well as it being about cancer... Of course, it's about cancer. That's the root of the story. But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't dwell on that. We 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 looked at more about what the cancer did to my relationships. Yeah. Okay. So what? What? How that changed uh, the relationship between me and my two best male friends, and how that that affected the relationship with me and a romantic uh, girl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that and that kind of. So um and we really looked at. Uh, Mental health. The girl in it, Tess, um, suffers from depression and anxiety, and then the news of the cancer sends her into. You know, she just can't deal with it, and yeah. and it and it kind of it kind of looks at like looks at mental health in a, in a way that hasn't. I I feel hasn't really been looked at, and what yeah. What I we didn't. I didn't. Even though obviously it is about cancer, I didn't want it to be like that's Purely yeah, about yeah. cancer. I wanted it to be a, more about how that had affected everything else and you know um, toxic masculinity and stuff and it's about, there's a a lot of themes in that in the show about how I, um, you know the boys just don't know how to deal with it, they just Mm -hmm. didn't, do you know what I mean these, you know, the two lads are like working class lads from Manchester haven't left Manchester, haven't left our village, press which you know what I mean they're Mm -hmm. true working class lads and they don't know how to deal with things like this do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas my, whereas, you know, because it's based around, it's, it's not, you know, it's not a, an autobiography, but it's definitely based around my experiences. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is, is, is true. Some of the, some of the conversations are, li- are literally like verbatim from like uh, texts and really? Facebook chats and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's, it's very much me, but it, you know, uh, some of it has been sort of fabricated Amazing. or, or kind of enhanced to, to yeah, make it more yeah. dramatic for the yeah, storytelling. Yeah, Do you know course. what I mean? Um, but um, but yeah, so I think coming at that angle was was interesting because it obviously, as I say, it was about cancer, but it it spoke more broadly about about what yeah. about how that affects us and 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 Absolutely. stuff like that. So. So, yeah, and it was. There's a great monologue, I mean, a great monologue. I wrote it. How that's. that's no, that's it's a awful. great monolog of that. Your work. No, I mean, um, an Ailey Lone played uh, Tess, who is incredible, and uh, she just, you know, she's. Uh, I mean, Legend. Yeah, and she played Tess and she uh, brought this character to life. And there's a, this big monologue about how, you know. How she explains to him why she left and why she couldn't be with him and support him during that yeah. time because of her own um, mental health issues right. and it's um, yeah it's it's it, it, I love I love that bit and uh, she just you know are
1: you going to bring the play back? Is I mean, there any I, plans for it?
2: Yeah, they had a
1: great response. Do you know what? Do you know
2: what? I you know at the at the start as well when he said. Um, you know, speaking to Jack and he's an actor and a playwright. Still, when people say that, I'm like, I'm really not a playwright. But, but I, you are. I, yeah, I know. I have to start getting into the mindset of, you know what, I I, I am. I kind of am. Like, you know, I wrote a, a play. It's a
1: sold out show. Yeah, I know. You Do you
2: know what? I This is what I said as well when I, when I was doing it. I was like, if, when I put this on, if it's just me, mum, my brother and my sister in the audience and they loved it and, and that was it, that I would have been so happy yeah. so the fact that we did it and it was sold out every night like I just could not and that the responses were so amazing yeah. like people were saying it's really great it was great. all
1: over Twitter it, it was it
2: was uh, you know what it was it was so humbling so amazing because I just thought I I'm not a writer but you know what I have a story to tell and yeah. I really want to tell it and I, I I. don't know whether it was part of my uh, process of dealing with with, with the situation yeah. it could have I'm sure it probably was and it was ama- like, amazing and yeah i do re- i really do want to bring it back but you, as you know what it's expensive and yeah, um it's time it's just time and and yeah. finding the right finding the right venue and all that kind of stuff but i i really 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 want to bring it home because Manchester, yeah, home. yeah i know that would be great hope mill and um, 53 two is another great theater and, uh, and home as well yeah. you know they, they have you know nice spaces. So, um, but yeah, the hope mill would be great, but I need to, yeah, at the moment I'm just kind of, I still need to do like work on it since I've not really um, looked at it too much since the last run, but I really wanted it to, to bring it home because I wanted all of my uh, you know my immediate family came yeah. but I wanted all my other family Everyone, and yeah, you know absolutely. all my friends from home so to, to like a lot of them did come but you know I wanted that to to I really just wanted to take it home so that is you know it's it's very much on the cards and um yeah I just need to get like, get my shit together do you what what I mean? space, <laughs> yeah. folks!
1: it's coming it's coming <laughs> So something we actually discussed way back with another guest, mm. um, it might actually have been Ailey Lone. Ailey, you're in a lot today on the podcast, um, was <laughs> the importance of creating theatre that can be easily accessed by the working class, mm. especially when it comes down to education on mental health issues and stuff like this. Um, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so important because, you know, we need to get, we need to get working-class stories heard, and we also need to get working-class people seeing them. I think that's I think that's probably... For me, that's more the issue, is getting... When I go to the theatre... And, of course, I don't speak to everyone. I know mean, this is a generalisation, but when I go to the theatre, a lot of the times I see kind of... It's a middle-class audience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A certain shows... Um, and it's I think so
1: expensive as well. It's like, so expensive. Like Two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, it's
2: so expensive, and um, it's about getting. It's about you know how we get those people to come and see see the shows, and when we, when we get them in the theatre, what stories are we telling them? Do you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's 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 paramount in fact that, and I guess that's another thing that kind of spurred me on to write because I thought. I have stories to tell, from a perspective that is underrepresented, and I think yeah. that um, it's important. And I would I would urge anyone out there who is um, who is a working class artist of any medium who thinks that they would even be slightly interested in writing just to pick up a pen yeah. and even write a. a duologue or a monologue or anything and put it on at a scratch night and just yeah. get yourself going and do you know what I mean I never I literally I remember we had them um, in third year we had this meeting um like a workshop with this uh, writer called Frogstone and she, uh, she came in and she said um she talked about how the industry is going in in the fact that you can't just be an I you can but you
1: yeah, to be more. Yeah, like, yeah. like you oh, know yeah, the, sure. the
2: way the, the way that we see the industry going, it's like you can't just be an actor anymore. Like you, you, you have to have more strings to your bow. You yeah. have to be um, a creative. You have to be a writer. You have to do this and you have Play to management. do that. Which yeah. yeah, but which is which is great. Why well, let's let's, yeah. let's get as yeah, many yeah, skills yeah, as we can. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it's like um, she 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 sat down and she said right so who 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 in the room wants to write and kind of show her hands. I was the only person who didn't put my hand up.
1: Really, yeah, like
2: the 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 weirdest thing, and she made us come up with. She she said right if you had to write something, what would it be? And we all had to kind of come up with ideas. And then I sort of said, oh well, you know, I had this cancer thing last year, and if I did, I'd probably write something about yeah. that. And she was just like, that sounds like a really good idea. Like you yeah. should definitely do that. And I was like, oh, okay, like never thought anything out of it. And then literally. Um, yeah and then I did the, I and I did the did play it. and it came out and I was literally like thank you frogstone uh-huh. like, literally thank you um, Amazing. but yeah I like I always said I always said to myself I can't write. like I'm not I'm not clever enough I'm not intellectual yeah. enough you know I can't I can't write anything and I and, and I wrote something and I'm really fucking proud of it <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. I'm really proud of yeah. it and um it's not um it's not poetic it's not there isn't loads of metaphors in it. There isn't, but it's real people talking about yeah. real things, and that's what that's what I want to see on stage. Yeah, that's exactly. what that's that's what that's what I want my friends and the people I know back home to see on stage because that's yeah. what they're going to resonate. And it creates with.
1: like the best stories as well. Yeah, like it really does. I like, think what you said there, like I think it's such a stereotype as well that like you can't be a writer like unless you've got like an English degree or you've yeah. been to like Cambridge. And I think you know me like certainly like I I grew up with dyscalculia, which kind of um, right. filters through into um, dyslexia yeah
2: yeah
1: I can't even think of the word <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> um, but that's always been a massive issue like mm. oh I can I can't do x y and z because of this because yeah. I'm not clever enough but actually you fucking can like you can mm. you can do it and yeah I, th- I think those stories are so important like mm. absolutely yeah. you should bring it to Manchester yeah go on go on so I know we spoke about drama school and you know going through um, health issues whilst there. But what was your experience like at drama school?
2: Drama school was great. It was really really good. I loved my time there. Um,
1: Where did you go again? You went to Yeah,
2: so we. Do you know what? Initially, like coming from Manchester to Surrey was a was oh, a big shock. I can that was a big shock for me. You know. Culturally, it was it was crazy, you know, going from a very multicultural society and, you know, then going to Guildford and Surrey, very kind of middle class white, was it was 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 a big was a big difference yeah. and it was you know and I think that did reflect sometimes in the teaching and. Uh, you know uh, the intake sadly Um, you know I think we will uh, you know and I don't think this is a GSA problem I think this is an industry problem I mean a drama school industry Mm -hmm. problem that you know it's just not diverse enough in regards to uh, race and uh, you know the amount of people from uh, working class backgrounds and different stuff like that so but ultimately, I had I had an amazing, amazing time there. I've met some amazing people, some of the best teachers. Um, I learned a hell of a lot. And um, the only thing I will say that I did struggle with was kind of... Which has now been like a blessing in disguise, is that when we got to third year, it was really difficult. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say what I feel. Um, we... So at GSA, I was on the acting course and um, you say GSA in the industry and musical theatre. That's the first yeah. thing everyone comes up and they have an amazing course there. Like, it's unreal. The intake of people they get is all... Like every yeah. single person's amazing and it reflects that by the industry that comes to see them, you know, the amount of agents that come to see, just the, you know, it... it and the acting course is very much still a work in progress. It's a newer course. Mm. Yeah, so back in the day, GSA had one course and it was a performing arts course, but it was like more, it was like actors who could sing and, you oh, know, that very, thing. Yeah, and then yeah. and then we kind of, we, I don't know, I think maybe like eight, nine years, it's still, no, maybe longer than that, 10 years, I don't know. But it's it's oh, still quite new, oh. really, the acting courses. I not know that. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I didn't until, yeah, I, until I got there. Um, and... Um, it's still it's still it's still getting, getting there. there it's getting there um, and the more people that come out uh, and graduate and do good things the more the reputation of the school goes of up course, do you know what I mean yeah. but we when I got to my third year we really struggled with industry like people weren't coming to see us obviously mm-hmm. the first, you know we're out in Guildford it's a it's, it's a, while, a, it's a yeah. 40 minute train but it's a forty-minute train. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so people weren't coming to see the shows, um, and then we did, um, we did a showcase, and I think like ten agents turned up. It was really brutal, um, and I and I got we did like this little um, little showcase uh, we did it at Soho it was like a little a tiny one that you do a 30 second monologue it was like oh, tiny nice. yeah it was really great just before showcase that was really good Yeah. and we had a, and we had um, quite a few agents turn to that one and uh, I ended up um, kind of speaking to a few agents from that mm-hmm. but then that fizzled out because it was so far so, ahead yeah. and then we we had to wait all that time until the showcase so it was difficult and then we so I essentially graduated without an agent and I was kind of like I just felt like like I've done this I've done three years. I've worked my ass off and I've not got an agent like, yeah. what, what more could I have done? And I felt like a little bit let down by the school, just yeah. that they should have
0: done pushed more. harder yeah, sure.
2: to get more people there for us because we worked our socks off. All of us had worked so hard for that. But it really gave me the incentive to be like, right okay. Well, I need to make my own shit happen. Like yeah. I need to, I need to go out there and I need to get my agent. And it put it's it's like I'm I'm so on the front 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 now with stuff. Yeah. Like I'm I don't feel like nervous. Like emailing agents and casting directors, and I know that when, um, for example, some of my friends on the musical theatre course, I know they were like. Um, what you, you, you like email agents and you email, and we were like, Yeah, That's like, yeah, true. we fucking do, we have to, like, yeah. um, and and when it came to, for example, um, their time when you know they may they had an agent and then they needed to switch, they didn't really have those skills That's where so they felt true. like oh, they could feel comfortable. So, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful in a weird way, I'm grateful for that time because yeah. I'm like, it's it's really made me very proactive. I, if I'm, if I'm, like, if I want to go and contact someone I'll just go and do, do it, it myself yeah. and I think I think we have, we have to be like that as actors because um, to to be naive to think that you can just get your agent and you just then sit and wait for them to to, to call you with an, an amazing audition is is incredibly naive yeah. you have to be working as hard as they are you know yeah. and getting yourself in, in indoors and, and you know uh, sending your own emails and stuff like that I think it's definitely uh, a two-way.
1: Absolutely.
0: Do you know what I mean? Two-way street
2: yeah. sort of thing, so.
1: And it puts yeah. yourself out there as well. Like agents, no, sorry, casting directors love it. Like mm. to get an email from mm. the the artist because yeah. it shows that you're eager to do it as mm. well. It's yeah, but it's um, a good skill. Yeah. It's a good skill.
2: Drama school though is 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 great, and and, I, and it was great for me, and I, um, I just think I still I think we've got we've got a ways to go. Yeah. We've got we've got ways to go, Absolutely. and um, you know the big things for me I think are in 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 diversity. You know, first and foremost, Absolutely. and then mental health as well. In the, the support you receive, yeah. I mean, it was. It, do you know what, I actually think it was quite good at GSA um, I think that they're still trying to understand it, everyone's still yeah, trying to understand right. it, like what what kind of so It's a hard
1: responsibility, I think if you're it's that level of, um, I know Mary does lots of seminars at schools right. and it's getting that like balance between you know, you're a teacher but you can't be a counsellor at the same time it's yeah. having that kind of mm-hmm. level where you can support and give guidance to the student but not be the counselor, counselor that you're not. Yes yeah, yeah. it's, it's a very hard
2: Do you know what I think that's so important. I think that I think that we have to remember that as well, that we mm-hmm. that we as people aren't counsellors. Yeah. Um because I I've been in situations with people where I felt like I, I I've had to play the role of counsellor. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's as damaging for your own mental health. I think you have to 100% be there for your friends, 110%, absolutely. but you have to remember that you're not a counsellor yeah. and that when it gets too much, that you have to put yourself first absolutely. because there there has been times where I haven't put myself first in regards to that and then my mental health has just, yeah. just plummeted yeah, and I think that it's really important to be there for someone but not... But not think that you can be a counsellor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And it is, as well for that person, say you've got a friend who comes to you in need and it's a serious situation, mm-hmm. there's only so much that you can do for that friend. And if you're giving, say, unprofessional, not very good advice, mm-hmm. despite how good you think that advice might be, it's going to be damaging absolutely. for you and for for the person. So com- some completely agree, but it's such a, hard, such a hard line because I feel like just now we all want to be there for for everybody and sometimes mm. you know saying no to that person I think you should go and get it's so is, difficult it's a, it's a hard thing it's to so say. difficult
2: it's so difficult and I and I was uh, I was I was at, I was at drama school and there was um you know a close friend of mine did have a really bad spell of it and I remember just kind of be, being there for them and I was in my final year and I was like I need to be here for you, but I also need to be there for myself at this yeah, point because it was just so, you it's know what like third year is fine. like, it's yeah. like, for especially for mental health, it's like, you know, it's just crazy. So I was just like, yeah. I was, I, I was there for this person and I, you know, I, I, I was there and I was physically there for them, but mentally I had to st- step back and, but I, I, you know, I still was, I still took responsibility, you know, we have a well-being centre at, mm-hmm. at GSA which is incredible, uh, it's a part of the university and I went with them to their first session and do you know what I mean, so it's yeah. there's there's ways of being there for someone but just not letting that take over your absolutely. life because then it starts to affect you negatively do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, oh
1: absolutely and that's
2: just the, the worst thing because I've got myself in some situations with that and I just think jeez, do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, we're not
1: superheroes, no, so we can just, we're not we're that's not. what yeah therapy is there for absolutely exactly, exactly so you as probably listening you'll know you live in manchester yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and you put up a brilliant tweet uh, mm. not too long ago um stating that an agent told you or, or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah an agent yeah. told you um that you wouldn't work if you moved out of london to go back home which is yes. not the case.
2: Is that right? Is that yeah. No. Saying? Yeah. So I said, I sort of a call out. as a dear sort of graduating actors, if don't feel like London is the be all and end all, essentially, yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, I was one of few who moved back home, and it was the it was the one thing I kept asking people who came in to visit. Was like, what's it going to be like if I go home? Like, cause I just. Don't get me wrong. I love London. Like I abso- this isn't me yeah. bashing London no. at all. Because I absolutely love it. But it's hard. But it's really tough. It is really tough. It's a big city. It's it, you know in regards for me and for my mental health. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't that's have worked. Tough. I could. I would have had to have lived with other actors, which for me wasn't 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 my was yeah, I just wasn't really hard, interested right? in, in that. Just I love my friends, but I think um it gets difficult when you get into the rat race. Altogether of, oh, um, so 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 you've got an audition. What what are you auditioning for? And what are you Oh, what are you doing? What do you know? What I mean, it gets it gets kind of like too much. Um, and when I'm at home, I can just be with my mates. Who's like an l- electrician and a plumber, and be like, yeah. you know, and, the, and I'm like, oh, I've, lads, have got an audition, exactly. and they are just literally like what? Like, what's <laughs> an do you know what I mean, and it's so refreshing to yeah. be around that, and it just
1: keeps you grounded grounded. yeah
2: it doesn't it doesn't give it such importance like it doesn't make it feel like it's the you know what I mean yeah exactly so um what I wanted to say because I know that um I would have liked someone to to kind of reassure me about this when I was um I think some people sort of did but I never felt really really um safe in what I was doing I just felt like fuck it you just got to do it because yeah. that's what you want to do. But I would have really liked someone to be like, Jack, if you want to go home, go home. And you yeah. will still... If you want to work in this industry, you'll still do it. Yeah. Like I, I live in Manchester. It's two hours um, on the train to London. Um, do you know what I mean? I left yeah. this morning. I've done an audition. I've come here yeah. to do the, to do Probably. this. I'll be going back tonight. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not. You, you
1: travel two hours across London.
2: Exactly. Right? It's, it's really not a big deal.
1: And I think it's important to say as well like you've worked in... Like a lot yeah as well.
2: do you know what yeah I have I've, I've been very very lucky I've been very lucky I've had lots of, of, of lovely little jobs when you film in which which is kind of the majority of the work I've done since graduating you're on location anyway yeah. do you know what I mean so you get picked up and you get dropped off and that's it so it's not even it's not it's no big deal yeah. obviously fit is a bit different a lot of fit does go on in London but I've got some great mates who put me up in their gaff and um and then obviously you get them um, you get if you're living outside of London anyway, you'll get um, you know, spots
1: yeah. oh, you know I mean? yeah. 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 the the dollar. The you dollar. get the dollar. What's subsist subsistence
2: yeah, yeah. So you'll get you know, so you so you get that as well if you, you want to get a flat or whatever for the time you're there. So it's really not um it's really it's just really not as big a deal it's another thing that came up um, was that uh, it's very it is expensive I'm not I don't want to I don't want to say to people that oh yeah just move on it's expensive yeah. like the trains I get the train up um, and I get open returns every time because schedules change all yeah. the time and it's a 60 pound return you can get a t- uh, ticket sure. cheaper if you Buy in advance, but with this industry, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, can you go to London tomorrow? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's for me, it's like pretty much 60 pounds return, um, which is a lot, but I'm living at home, so I'm not really paying rent. Yeah. And uh, it's my mom, it's or... so much cheaper in Manchester. My mum does my cooking and my cleaning, oh! and I like everything for me, and like I say, it's so much cheaper in Manchester, like I have. I wouldn't be able to have the social life I have in Manchester yeah. then if I lived here like yeah. I just wouldn't ha- I just wouldn't have it. So um so for yeah. me and for my mental health it was the it was so the yeah, right decision and I just good. wanted people because I know I know people who would be in the same situation as me and think there's I can't if if I don't go to London I can't do it I can't be an yeah. actor and they forced themselves to go to London and they were unhappy and and this isn't for everyone some people go to London and it's the best thing they ever did yeah. and as i say London's amazing but um it's just not for everyone and i think for it's sure. important to uh, to let people know especially yeah. young grads that um, that it is doable you can go home Absolutely. and still do it it's almost um,
1: like a stigma like if you yeah, if you yeah. don't if you don't Go to drama school in London. If you don't stay in it London, is, then you won't, You can't work stigma. in the industry. It's, it's a like, massive stigma. it's not, oh, London's the place to be. Yeah. No, it's not. There is there is work everywhere now, yeah. and it's good for you. And I think I thought it was a really great tweet. And I think it actually went like pretty much went viral. Yeah, <laughs> no,
2: it was good. A lot of people, a lot of people responded to it, and I kind of like did a little bit of a thread. And a, another one was just a kind of about like, as you said, the agent thing. You know, when I was graduating, and I went. So after after I you know. Uh, Did my showcase, didn't get any agent interest. I went and did, made some self-tapes of me doing little bits, sent them out, thank fuck they, you know, people like those, and then I got some responses, and then I went for meetings after that. Um, But some agents were like, um, I kind of, I sort of said, oh, well, you know, if um, I'm thinking about moving home, you know, how, you know... And then they were like, "Mm, yeah, well... Yeah, we, we, we wouldn't really be interested in signing anyone who lived in Manchester and it's kind of like, oh God, like, but when you're at when you're at that stage and you're at, you, you're such a vulnerable yeah. um, stage where you're like, you want to say yes to everything and you want to be, so then of course I was like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I was only thinking about moving to Manchester, I don't actually yeah. want to, do you know what I mean? Because you just want them to say yes yeah. and they, you want them to, to like you, but I was thinking... I want to I wanna go home and I don't think that's an issue and then when I, when I met my agent who I'm now signed with who is just the fucking best mm-hmm. um, she was like go home like go and move in yeah. with your mom. of course like save your money like Absolutely. go and enjoy your life just make sure you get two auditions on time yeah. like, I don't care what else you do as long as you're yeah, here exactly. and I was like and that's what I said. I said I said on the tweet a good agent won't give a shit where you live as long as, long as you get two auditions on time exactly. and you know your shit do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that 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 is it. That is this is plenty. And of course, there is so much going on in so in, in everywhere. Especially in Manchester, we've got so much uh, being filmed there. We've got some, you know, we spoke about Hope Mill and the Royal yeah, Exchange yeah. and Home and Fifty Three Two. There is like so That'll much happen. going on. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, like, don't feel like you can't go home because you can. If that's the right decision for you, then. Do it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. So good for you, go Manchester.
2: <laughs> just yeah, just go just go with your go with your heart. Go with where you what makes you happy because at the end of the day, if, if this isn't making you happy, then just the what's the point? Do you know what I mean? i you know, if if it's yeah, if it's not making you happy then what is the point? Like mm-hmm. just go go with your heart, go where it makes you happy and the rest will come. The yeah. rest will come. Once you're in a good place, uh, mentally and physically I promise you yeah. everything starts to fall in place Absolutely. do you know what I mean auditions Absolutely. relationships because you're in a good place That's yeah. it just... everyone's
1: going to move to Manchester tonight. yeah come on
2: down everyone, everyone who listens to this we're going to be on the next stream. come on down
1: uh, so last question then yep. could you walk into a room today and say I'm having a bad mental health day
2: yeah yeah, good. yeah yes. I could yeah I really could and I think that um probably couldn't of two years ago but I could I could now yeah um, yeah
1: amazing which, okay.
2: which is really good I'm really proud go of on, go, go on go <laughs> on
1: uh, thank you so much for coming to chat thanks for having today. me we've got one more game left oh, which great. is finish the sentence do you not like games?
2: Uh, no I do No, come on let's go I feel a
1: bit, a bit hesitant no I feel like I feel like
2: there's, there's pressure isn't there no. there's a bit no, there's, okay, there's
1: never no, pressure no. on okay. this podcast right, okay right. my favourite film is
2: See, pressure. You just you just said <laughs> there was no pressure. What's oh, no. my favourite film? There's a little um little Spanish film called Julia's Eyes.
1: My go-to pick me up is
2: Ooh. Chocolate. Chocolate.
1: Yeah. White chocolate? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. What's that? The white chocolate ones with the crunchy a cr- crunch. Oof. Love a crunch. Yeah. I am fabulous because I asked Vegito this as well.
2: Oh my god. I'm fabulous because I love life. That's so oh, cringy. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cringy.
1: With Fidu, I had to get Ailey Loan to phone in because she didn't <laughs> answer it. Phone so Well friend. done. Phone It's weakest link, Take Fidu- <laughs> <laughs> Mental health to me is...
2: Complex, but amazing.
1: Fantastic. The North is the best because...
2: Gravy. Groovy. <laughs>
1: In five years' time, I want to?
2: Be solely dependent on my acting work. To, you know, that's, that's I, don't know, I don't know.
1: Touching the words, touch the words, to touch, touch the words. It's going to happen. The industry should?
2: Get with the times.
1: Go on. My favourite drama school memory is?
2: Oh, my God. My a drama <laughs> school memory was when we were all in this foyer and we were, like, play fighting and this guy came... <laughs> one of the guys from my year um, was, like, telling... Um, was, like, telling, like, oh, guys, guys, you can't be fighting in here. You can't be fighting in here. And then... Um, oh it's actually really bad I can't say this no you um, can't and he was like you can't be fighting in here and he said it to this guy and this guy just gave him like a little like happy slap on, on the face but it was like everyone was like Aah. yeah yeah and then like and then, like another guy came on and like kegged him I know but it was so funny I'm mean, good on film generally like the funniest thing ever. oh my
1: god you just share that on your Twitter so we can all watch it yeah yet. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna put that on <laughs> put that on, so.
1: I love it amazing thank you so much for coming to chat to us Jack <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Industry Minds. If you're interested in our counselling services, please email mary at industryminds.co.uk. For all other inquiries, please email info at industryminds.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media at industrymindsuk. You can find out about all our future guests and our future events on there. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.
3: See you later.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs)